Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. So if you follow me on Instagram, you will see that I got something in the mail from England and that would be David Lynch's 1980 classic, The Elephant Man. This of course is the Studio Canal 4K edition, which is the only real reason of why I got that imported. I don't have a all-region Blu-ray player, however, 4K is region-free, so it made it perfect to actually import. That is also something that I'm going to be doing a little bit later in the year, probably around October. I have my pre-order in for it, but George A. Romero's Dawn of the Dead is getting three of the different cuts of the film on 4K, and I really can't wait for that set. But we're not talking about that now, and, well, who knows? It'll be October when I receive that one. But here it is. I decided to discuss my thoughts on the David Lynch 1980 classic, The Elephant Man. The Elephant Man tells the story of John Merrick, who is disfigured ever since birth, and it's established in the movie that his disfigurement gets worse as he gets older. And a Victorian surgeon, played by Anthony Hopkins, decides to rescue him from his captor, more or less. John Merrick is put on display for people to ridicule and be frightened of. And, well, under the surface, John Merrick is actually a very intelligent person. And while he does have trouble speaking, he's actually very kind, where the world around him is not so kind. I first saw this movie when I was pretty young. I remember watching it and I didn't understand why it was in black and white. I thought it was a much older movie than what it was and I actually liked that creative choice by David Lynch. Of course, this is him coming off of his directorial debut, Eraserhead, which couldn't be more different from The Elephant Man. However, it does have some stylistic things about it that remind you you're watching a David Lynch movie. It's honestly a fascinating movie because it bridges David Lynch's more artistic and abstract nature, but at the same time the story is more or less straight ahead. There's some bold choices, specifically with the beginning of the movie where it shows John Merrick's mother. It shows her getting raped and it shows as if she's actually getting raped by elephants. And I know it sounds silly here, but the symbolization here that David Lynch chose to start the movie off with is an interesting one. It's also not trashy or anything like that. I know that it sounds gross and almost like a bestiality type of thing, but it's not really shown shown. But it's definitely David Lynch coming off of Eraserhead as far as the way the imagery is handled. There's also a pretty nightmarish scene later in the movie where John Merrick is shown to himself in the mirror and everything and again it shows David Lynch's more artistic side. But at the heart of this movie is a very human story about the cruelty of people. The cruelty of people and how we treat others who may be different from us. And here we have somebody like John Merrick who was put on display for people to laugh and be horrified at. And under all of that, he's still a human being. And 
it's hard to not see the emotion that is on display. And I feel that it's a very human emotional story that I don't know if a lot of other directors at the time would have carried that across as well as what David Lynch did. It's tough to not watch this movie and have some emotion strike in you as far as feeling bad for John Merrick, but also realizing that he's given an opportunity to more or less be a celebrity and have opportunities that he might not have otherwise had had Anthony Hopkins' character of Frederick Treves come by to help him. But amongst all of his help, you realize that in some ways he's no better than his captor and the one that would beat him and mistreat him while he was put on display for these people. And it's an interesting parallel between the two. But the raw emotion that's presented here on screen, I think, is fantastic. David Lynch is a director that is not for everybody, and I can understand why people may not like his style of directing. It is frustrating, especially with some of his, I guess, more out there things and his refusal to talk about it. But what he wants you to do as a viewer is to discuss and talk about it amongst yourselves and see what the movie means to you and what is your interpretation of what is displayed on screen. And in a lot of ways, it's great, but this movie doesn't really lend itself to a whole lot of discussion other than the discussion of the cruelty of us as people and the way we treat other people. This movie for David Lynch is more or less, as I stated, a straight-ahead story. It's almost akin to something like maybe Blue Velvet or even The Straight Story. I would say it probably is closer to The Straight Story more than anything. Of course, The Straight Story doesn't have a lot of David Lynch weirdness. It's a pretty straight-ahead story that is just a human story. And I think there's a lot of things in his work that are very human stories. However, he seems to have a fascination with dreams and nightmares, which is interesting as well that he was able to carry that across into his works. I think the acting here across the board from John Hurt as John Merrick, I think he does a great job of actually giving a amazing performance underneath some amazing makeup. It's a true testament to an actor's ability, in my opinion, if you can be underneath all that stuff and still have your performance shine through. We really do want to see a happy ending happen for John Merrick. It's just with the world around him, it's not really possible. And I really do think the ending of the movie is truly heartbreaking. And it should be stated that the movie itself is based off of the life of Joseph Merrick, who was the real-life elephant man. And Joseph Merrick was more or less a celebrity for a short time, but then the fascination went and kind of died out, and sadly, so did he. But he was given a better life, I would assume, than what he would have had being a part of the freak show, so to speak. As far as I know, the Elephant Man film is by no means a biopic. However, 
it does have a lot of real world elements of things that did occur or were accounted for. So in that respect, I do think it's great that the movie was able to actually portray the life of Joseph Merrick through John Merrick here. The other standout in the movie, I think, is probably Anne Bancroft. She has a very limited role. However, I think the scenes that she is in, I think, again, she carries that across of the wanting to meet and honor John Merrick. And you don't get that it's just a, a kindness. It's just a thing that she really wants to know the man that was originally portrayed by the public as a monster. I really like when she takes him to his first show, his first play. I think it's a wonderful scene. And the fact that you have her go and say that he's a very special guest and, you know, everybody is clapping for him. The way that the scene is carried out and the, again, the emotion that's on display, uh, you feel very happy for him in this moment and you don't feel like he's being put on display, but he really is being the true guest of honor like he honestly deserves to be. So while this one here is one of my favorite David Lynch films, it's also a movie that I do not revisit very much and that's by design for myself. The movie's not very happy at all, and while I think it's an amazing piece of cinema, it's one of those that I don't know if I want to put myself into that depressing headspace, because it is a very sad movie. And amongst all the, the happy moments, it's tough for me to watch with the way people are treating him. He doesn't deserve it. It's something that's out of his control, and yet... The cruelty of the world around him is tough to witness sometimes, and I will say that if you've never seen this movie, I definitely recommend watching it. It's definitely a good one. If you are familiar with some of David Lynch's other works, keep in mind that this one may not be what you're looking for as far as some of his stranger things that he puts in his movies. If you want something that is going to be a true discussion piece as far as Lynch stuff, then you're probably better off with something like Mulholland Drive or Lost Highway or even Twin Peaks Season 3, which is also known as Twin Peaks The Return. Those are movies and I guess even a show that's far more in his wheelhouse as far as things that you're used to by standard David Lynch stuff. But with this here, it makes me wonder if we would ever get a movie from David Lynch, and I know that he said he's retired. It makes me wonder if we would ever get a movie that is a straight-ahead story that doesn't have a lot of the weird stuff that David Lynch is known for. And I don't think we always need it in a David Lynch project. It's just that we've only gotten a few touches as far as some of his more normal movies if you want to call them that because even with David Lynch at his most standard directing he really knows how to capture a shot and capture a feeling associated with that image that's on display and it just makes me wonder if maybe someday we would get a movie that he would go out with 
that would be something more akin to the elephant man or the straight story. But with that being said, I'm going to close out this episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you do not do the whole social media thing, you can also drop me an email at adamanalyzespodcast at gmail.com. If you do have a free moment and would be so kind, I would appreciate it if you would leave me a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. That'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as, and to be honest, I simply love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night.